And now it's time for your favorite late night Christian chat show. Put your hands up in the air like you just don't care. It's Christianese after dark. And please welcome your blessing-filled hosts, Jared Burkholder and Dan Satchel. That's right. Let's have a big hand for Barb Stout and the Heavenly Strings, everybody. Well, drinks are half price, so get them while they're good, everybody. Tip your waitresses, too, because the wait staff is working really hard. This is Christianese. I'm Dan Satchel with Jared Burkholder. Jared, how are you, my friend? Wait, here's Barb Solo. Hold on. Here's Barb Solo. Hear those octaves? She's doing an octaves, man. Anyway. Hey, everybody. Uh, strange times call for strange opens. I'm literally crying. I'm literally crying because that's the first time I heard the new opening. And it's making me so happy. Wow. <laughs> I did that Our about five minutes so ago. Um, for those of you who don't know, there's a, a viral outbreak in uh, in the global world. And that's that's redundant. I realize that. Have you heard that, Jared? The, the, the universal global world? Yeah. 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 So uh, this, is the, this is the very first. This is the first time Jared and I are not sitting across from each other doing our podcast. Jared is yeah. on his phone. This is... There's a lot of history being made in the world right now. And probably the biggest uh, thing to contend with is the fact that we're not, you know, face-to-face. <laughs> um, I don't know if CNN's going to pick this up, but I'd be happy to do a piece kind of about that. Uh, certainly the Atlantic is going to want to run out that on this. So. I think you should do a hit for CNN. Absolutely, man. Um, everybody, yeah. yeah, this is Christianese, in case you're wondering, <laughs> with the strange open. Uh, coronavirus, of course, is uh, has broken out all over the globe, and uh, so we are doing our best to hunker down here. I'm doing fine. I hope you guys are all doing fine. Jared, how are you? You know, Dan, I think we're going to have to do a lot of these late night uh, tapings because I am working from home, staying at home, and uh, I tell you what, working from home with kids is, not as fun as you think it would be. Hmm. Yeah, hmm. Um, I don't understand I that. The end of this last week, I know, right? I know. I guess at the end of this last week, I was trying to calculate how many days it had been, and it had been four, even though it felt like four weeks. And so the good news is, I think presumptively we have till April nineteenth, so it'll potentially April thirtieth. I hear uh, rumors through <clears throat> my various channels and back channels that uh, this could extend through June. So. Um, you know, Dan, I've I've had better moments. That's for sure. So yeah, that's that's um, that's a lot, man. That's what. That's a lot. I mean, that's you're 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 dealing with a lot. You got two oh, two little kids. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, just today, we found out that my wife is a presumptive positive for uh, coronavirus for COVID nineteen, as uh, people affection call it. Okay, so explain to me what's presumptive has, presumptive positive. What does I that love mean? you, Dan. Thank you. <laughs> you know, I, I, uh, I did a semester of one call online um, <laughs> at the University of South Indonesia, so I feel uniquely qualified to talk about this. Um, That's right. A presumptive positive is that she had all the symptoms over the weekend, and when she called her primary care, uh, they said, yeah, sounds like you got coronavirus. Uh, don't come in. Uh, we're only testing people who are hospitalized, so none of the uh, six-inch nose tests has been administered, but uh, they're, they're saying, yeah, that's coronavirus. So uh, she's been isolated from us for three days, and we have 11 more days to go. It's been hard on the kids, 
they can see mom, but they can't touch mom. Start on her. She can see the kids can't can't pick them up or hold love on them. Start on me. I'm like playing single parent. Um, so it's been it's been interesting. It was an interesting week. It got even more interesting over the weekend, and then sure enough, it just bled into the next week. Can I make so, a small suggestion, just real quick? And again, this is because I'm a little bit older than you are, and I probably have some references and some cultural references that you're not privy to. But there was a movie in the '70s with John Travolta called "Boy in the Plastic Bubble," and I think it would give your kids and you a great amount of comfort to, if you could just construct, because Home Depot was still open, if you could get some plexiglass and you set up just a, a bubble, and then like like a giant hamster ball, and you put Janelle in there, and she can still be mobile. In fact, if now that I'm thinking of it, probably make it spherical and she can roll around like a hamster through the house and you're all protected. What do you think? Win-win? Well, it sounds like a win-win-win, but what we've been doing is just putting a, a plastic grocery bags over her head and pointing tight. And so far that's, that's good. really well. I would um, recommend so dry cleaning, dry cleaning bags if you have those around. That's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah that's good. And encourage the kids doing? to play I mean, that this way. This has been, yeah, right. this has been certainly a total blow to your industry. Um, you were in Atlanta. We were both on the East Coast kind of when this started blowing up. We were texting each other. This was, what, two weeks ago? That's right. I was out there to be with my dad who had been in the hospital. You were in a job in Atlanta. And uh, it was a Thursday night, Trump had a press conference, closing uh, travel with Europe. And then that Friday, everything started canceling. And we were texting back and forth and I could stuck on the East Coast. Yep. Who was you? Yeah, no, it was it was very strange times. I was shooting a TV show for uh, for Netflix in Atlanta, and uh, we were getting ready. We had shot one episode, and I was getting ready to do another one that weekend. And that Friday, I was walking to get some food in downtown Atlanta. And the producer called me and said, "We are pulling the plug." And uh, mm. so I was able to get a plane and get out of there. Um, but yeah, lots of lots of changes for sure. I've lost some work. I was supposed to start a film that got canceled. Uh, hopefully, we'll come back at some point from what I hear, but, um, and hopefully the Netflix show will, uh, <clears throat> they'll reschedule this, uh, this shoot we were supposed to do. I lost a corporate gig and that's, but that's part of it. That's part what everybody's going through. Right. So it's not, I, and I'm not feeling sorry for myself at all. Uh, more than anything for me, it's the stir craziness and the not, um, you know, there's certainly financial worries for everybody, but I think too, you and I were fathoming this earlier, a lot of times for guys as well, like our identity, which we've talked about many times in the show, shouldn't all, shouldn't be, you know, in an ideal world, our identity would be primarily in Christ, right? But we're human, we're fallen, we're broken. Yeah. And my right. identity much of the time is in what I do. It's in work, it's in providing, it's in being productive. And so this, I've had to really think about things a little bit more and it's good, you know? I mean, I can say that in this moment now, just as you can probably, but then in... 10 minutes, we'll probably have some struggles, so. Yeah. But I thought tonight, because it's a faster day, we could, um, yeah, we talk about some lessons we've learned from one and a half weeks of coronavirus, and I'm sure at week 36, we'll look back and laugh on these lessons. Uh, yeah. When we've all fashioned a friend for ourselves out of the volleyball <laughs> and the bloody handprints. <laughs> um, By the way, Tom Hanks is okay, now, if anybody was wondering. Tom Hanks and Rita I Wilson are that. okay. And they're back on U.S. soil, which is good because yeah. now we have the most cases in the U in the world. So, right. Right. Um, good for us. And by the way, <laughs> good for America for pulling out a number one again. You know what I mean? Like what I want to hear are all my neighbors chant "You," because <laughs> we have the most cases in the world. And um, you know, sure enough, we thought Italy was going to get us there for a while. Almost, uh, was bad, but man, there's no Olympics. But you know what there is. There's this competition, and uh, right now we're winning. Somehow the U.S. 
That's cool. Gosh. Look, and I, I think that's something to be proud of, and I'm, I'm stoked, man. We don't do anything half measures here in the U.S. and uh, We really don't, you know. Yeah, we really, really don't. Yeah. But, no, it's, um, it's going to be. Uh, yeah. any, any lessons occur to you uh, here? I mean, I, I think the reason, it almost sounds silly asking right now, now that we're actually getting into it. But I'm just thinking, like, I've, I've been trapped in my home for a week. Uh, everything that I've been part of has been kind of systematically canceling, you know, things even out into the summer that we've been planning um, look untenable. And so it's just been kind of this really weird time. And, and so for me personally, for my family, it's definitely caused us to kind of stop and, and take stock. So I asked you for lessons, but now I'm just going to talk, and then you can jump in here. Feel uh, free. Two come to mind with a potential third, uh, depending on how I feel. Um, the first is, and this is just so ridiculous, but I'm going to say it anyway. I just have like a newfound respect for, for single parents. Like working from home, it's only been three days. I, I only have 11 more to go. So, you know, not even a full month. Right. Um, it's just exhausting. Like it's exhausting trying to juggle, keep the kids alive. I've been grocery shopping and doing laundry and cooking and doing dishes and working full time. And uh, I, I mean, I think I'm thinking of several, several church um, single moms who, who do this all the time and it just blows my mind. And so I think to our listeners out there, if you know a single mom or a single dad, I uh, have a single dad, just uh, just encourage him. I mean, this is, my gosh, it's really reinforced, I think, God's design in marriage because Joe and I were talking about this um, from over six feet distance earlier today because social distancing matters. Yes, it does. Hashtag PSA. Um, Thank you, Dr. Fauci. About how, like, you're welcome. You're welcome. So listen, this is going to take a look. I tell you, it's going to take a long time. Um, Sounds like Jackie Mason, we, but go on, continue. Sorry, I don't know who that was. Yeah, it's all right. I'll explain okay. it to you later. Jackie. For those of you under 40, Jackie Google Mason. Jackie Mason, and you'll figure out who it is. Never mind. <laughs> we were just talking about like how for, uh, yesterday was our anniversary for so 12 years yesterday. Congratulations. Our whole life. Thank you. Thank you so much. I was fishing for that. How many our years? Our whole married life has been 12. Okay. Um, our whole married life has been predicated on like doing life together and especially in parenting like there's a lot of things I'm really bad at and so we have these things called Jared jobs and Janelle jobs because um, just like I have, I have a lot of ineptitude and so like now having to parent through those and like yeah. I'm, the, I'm the one parent so I gotta be like the dad and I gotta be I'm, I'm not as empathetic as, as she is many times so yep. I kind of feel the weight of like I have to be both sides of, of parenting teams Today was uh, our foster daughter's birthday, so I made I make the cake. It's much I, I frosted it, and it looked like garbage, man. It looked like literally someone kicked it down the stairs into a puddle of frosting. And um, it's just like reinforced for me. It's reinforced God's design for marriage. Where like, yeah, I mean, listen, like Aaron Miller likes to say, where where the ideal lacks, God's grace abounds. So yep. for our single brothers and sisters who are parenting. Um, they're amazing people and, and God does give grace for them. Um, but it also reinforces like God has a plan in, in having a husband and wife. And yeah. I just need my wife. It's only been, it's only been four days, but I need my wife back. Uh, our family needs her back. So I think just like seeing very tangible evidence of that um, kind of before us. And then I think, um, and this has been like the real lesson of the last few years because I'm really stupid and God really wants me to learn it. And so, Plotting along, and I, I, I'll get it at some point. But 
uh, just understanding my need for dependence. Like I, um, we're just talking, Jill and I are now doing hangout time through the window. So she's inside. I, I sit outside the window. And I'm like, well, so we'll keep doing that. Um, but we are just talking in our social, social distancing hour. Um, <laughs> like it's hard to think about even these 11 days. Like when she called the doctor today and they told her, we thought we were hoping it was going to be seven days. And they said, four. again, that's like not that long, but it, in the moment it felt like, you know, I was, <clears throat> there was some really stressful stuff going on at work in that moment. So the kids were screaming. <laughs> it was just chaos. Oh. And, and just recognizing like, I, I can't, I cannot, uh, I cannot front load all the planning and preparation that I need over the next 11 days. Cause that's kind of my default. I'm such a control freak. So I'm like, schedule this, 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 this. Yeah. This. And, uh, I, I think this is just a way of the Lord bringing me, obviously he's doing this globally. He's doing a lot of things in a lot of people's lives all over the world. But for me personally, for me personally, for you, Jared, um, Jared, that's prayer voice. Me, Jared. That's your prayer voice. Can I just be personal? Uh, can I be authentic? Can I be authentic? Um, really reinforcing like I I just need God's grace every single moment you know, and that beautiful promise that he gives uh, and that his mercies are new every morning I'm going to wake up to a fresh set of mercy and so having felt like I extended today's mercy they are nearing dawn um, there's just a promise that he's going to be with me tomorrow and he's going to be with me the next day and he's never going to be and so he's going to give me the patience that I need with my kids he's going to give me the endurance that I need with work um his joy and his contentment and his rest are more than enough. I just got to do a devo from our church from Psalm 3. And hold on, Psalm hold on, hold on one second, because you, you just took me somewhere that I really, I wanted to go. Um, you, you used a little bit of Christianese there. I think we need to, I think we need to unpack devo. What's a devo? Oh, you know what, Dan? I'm glad you stopped that. The Devo is devotional. <clears throat> uh, devotional is uh, like if you share a small thought, you might even say a homily with someone. Uh, just a small, quick thought from the Bible. And uh, because as Christians, predominantly, especially white Christians, we're very lazy, we can't bring ourselves to say the word devotional, which is a lot of syllables that we short it. Gotcha. So we shorten it to Devo. There you go. That... And then you can ask people, hey, but that also can speak to your own personal time in God's word in the morning. You can ask somebody, did you do your devos today? Did you? Did you do them? Um, so I did a devo, a devotional for our church from Psalm 3. That's fantastic. And, uh, the psalmist there talks about the fact that the enemies are, his enemies are outside the gate and he's able to lie down and sleep because he trusts in God. I just have always loved that, that idea that like there's imminent danger yes. right outside. But because your confidence is in the will of God, and not even necessarily like God's going to make everything fine, uh, but just that your confidence has been that nothing's going to happen to you outside the will of God, you're able to lie down and breath. Because for me, that's the problem. Like if I'm stressed about something, I want to lay awake all night and try to figure it out and regain control. So, sorry, I've been talking a lot. So this is a meandering way of saying, I think the Lord is, is just reinforcing for me how beautifully wonderful my wife is and how much I need her. And, um, just how dependent I am on him, you know, and, and a lesson that he keeps bringing me back to, but this is just a fresh iteration of that. Okay. That's so great. That's what, uh, what's what you speaking of? <laughs> Wait, what? No, I lost you at the last part. What, what's God teaching you? Or, or what is this some, you know, if you could give us some, some best practices, I mean, whatever you got, you know, <laughs> for surviving the, 
surviving the coronavirus? Uh, I would say, first of all, I think everybody out there needs to go invest in a ventilator. Mm. And or Zoom. My God. Or Zoom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Tang, uh, because it got the astronauts through a tough time of reentry. So probably, I think Twinkies too, right? Yeah, and Twinkies, absolutely. It's driving me crazy. Hold on, you got to let me before because I, I can't focus on what I've learned because I am so shallow until I find the Christianese word of the day tag because I can't remember where I programmed it on the board. So hold on, bear with me, people. This is this is a little peek behind the curtain. So let's see, is it here? No, that's that's not, that's our regular open. Hold on, and that's just Barb. Let's see. Okay, that's our uh, that's our after dark music. This is just cheesy music in the background. Although I like this. In fact, I'm going to do it with this. You know, Jared, what I've learned. No, hold on. Let me just keep. Uh, let me keep. Is it possible to label these these, uh, these buttons? Can you do that? <laughs> well, I can uh, remit the key for you, so uh, you know, like. Uh, see, I I should have programmed it with. Uh, it's been a while since we've done one, so I can't remember. It's not this one. Wait, where is it? Um, hold on. Is this? Well, hey, listeners, I hope you know this is going to be absolutely worth it. Oh, it's going to be completely worth it. No, that's hot topic. Okay. Well, I mean, we can we can convert to that if we need to. <laughs> this is this is hot topic right there. That's not it. I don't know where it is. There it is. Okay. There we go. Okay, hold on, everybody. So imagine that Jared just unpacked Devo, and here's what you would hear. Christianese word of the day. Thank you. The word Devo stands for devotion. That's a long way to go, isn't it, Jared? Listeners, I apologize. You've probably all tuned out. Anything I just said, because you've been fiddling with the board trying to find that whole time. No, I heard it. I heard it all. I heard it all. Didn't strike me until afterwards. Um, (laughs) Now you know what, man. I've learned the same thing, and it's you and I were having a conversation earlier today. You know, it's it's real easy. One of the things I've been thinking about is it's real easy to say, okay, I need to. Of course, I need to draw closer to God. I need to, and I've been reading, and I've been studying, and I've been praying, but you know what? A lot of times, too, we know the things we need to do, and part of it is this is where the rubber meets the road, right? Because certainly this is not ideal, but it's it could be a darn sight worse than it is right now, and it may get that way. We don't know. We don't know what it's going to be. I don't think right. it's going to be, but it could be, and we think about friends and partners of ours who work in Haiti and all kinds of other people uh, who are working in different parts of the world that I would argue, even at their best, are probably not as good as we are right now, right? Even with our coronavirus and everything. So part of it, too, I think, is just allowing ourselves to blow off some steam. You know, I, I, I have this idea, and I think many Christians do sometimes, where we, I should know better, and I know that I need to be, I, I'm in Christ, and, and that's where my identity needs to be. I think sometimes, too, we have to, there's something to be said about that. Uh, when somebody's grieving, you, you, you cry with them. You know, you, you, and I think you can do that with yourself. 100%. I think you yeah. can just allow yourself to burn off some steam, to be frustrated, to be anxious. You got to get a handle on that because God would not have us be anxious for anything for a long period of time. But God also knows that we're fallen, broken human beings. And but for well, that, this goes into like what we talked about a lot over the years, where <clears throat> I think sometimes we we're afraid to be visceral, yeah, and honest with ourselves, yeah, and so that just forces us to have some kind of veneer, yeah. Rather than just admitting and kind of just sitting there for a second, right? You're like, well, <laughs> I've been on you know a bunch of calls with people the last couple of weeks, and there's always this Christian element of wanting to put a positive spin on things at the end, mm-hmm. right? 
Yeah. It kind of goes back to what we're talking about, you know, in terms of like, uh, how are you doing? Well, better than I deserve. You know, like, <laughs> we always feel like we have to have this positive. And yeah. when you read the Psalms, like, the Psalms was okay with just like starting negative and yeah. ending negative. And where are you? Mean that you didn't trust God. How many of them yeah, like, started out with, where are you, God? Honest. Yeah. Like, an analogy for me is I put on real pants, which is non stretchy pants, for the first time yesterday. Wait a minute, what are they called? Um, real pants. Real, oh, I thought you real. said rail pants, and I was like, rail pants? What is rail that? Rail pants. It's my, it's my North Carolina accent. Okay. Hey, yeah, I'll turn on some rail pants. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Real yeah. pants, gotcha. Real pants. And um, I, I'm going to be honest with you, they're a little snug right now, because I've been on the coronavirus diet, diet which is um, <clears throat> eat everything in sight all the time to try to make yourself feel better about where you're at. <laughs> um, and I just have to remind myself, like, okay, you know what, it, like especially the next 11 days for us, it's kind of survival mode. Yeah. And uh, we'll figure it out. You know, I can drop the pounds. And so I, I just think there's a sense of like, and you can go way too far with this, you can become over with this, but uh, to give ourselves and other people just a little bit of grace through this and not just react when we see things. Yeah. And when people have bad reactions, um, when people get upset about things that they're probably dumb, yep. just understand like, this is having a toll on people globally. And um, as Christians, those who have been giving grace, we should be more gracious. Absolutely. No, that's 100% right. We forgive because we're much forgiven. And I think I think all those things rolled together. And like you said, you don't want to carry it out to its furthest extent. You don't want to be Oprah that's secret with it. But, you know, I mean, that's so that's something that I'm doing. And, and as I read and as I pray, and I'm just kind of trying to, uh, you know, <clears throat> just sit in it for a little bit and and rest in it. And when I when I do that and can kind of spin my wheels a little bit, then I, I have a moment of peace and then I can be like, oh yeah, okay, I'm just gonna I'm gonna rest in in who I am in in Christ right now. And that is is truly uh then I can feel it because when I'm in the moments kind of spinning, I can't. But that's I mean for me that's kind of what I've learned and I'm sure I'm gonna learn a lot more things. Um you know uh, and the other thing I've learned is I've got all my kids at home when you know my son left college because they closed his college down and stuff. So we've got, we've got everybody here. And I, you know, although this is not the circumstances I would like to have that in, it's been really nice to have my whole family here because I got so used to for so long when he was at school, you know, we'd go out to eat somewhere and be like, how many? And I was used to saying five. And I'm like, ah, no, there's four. There's four of us. And it's not like he's dead or anything, but it just, you know, life is changing. It's, it's rapidly going to be different forever. He's going to meet somebody. He's going to get married. He's going to move away. Yada, yada. And, um, so it's been, it's given me, I'm taking stock a little bit in that, uh, I'm really glad to have my whole, my whole crew here, and it's been great. And trying to be uh, another uh, another Christianese word, intentional. Um, but you know, uh, trying to be trying to really just say, hey, I'm going to take some time, and whether it's go for a walk with one of them, or ride a bike, or talk, or play video games, or watch something, because I can find a million reasons why I can't do that because I've got work to do or something. Even out of the house, I've found some work to do, and uh, you know, got to take the time and smell the roses a little bit, right? You really do. Yeah. I mean, I, I think there is a sense in which this is forcing us to reevaluate a lot of the commitments we have. You know, <laughs> I think we're all, I think most of us are, are eager to get back to going to church and going to restaurants, being with people. And I, I tell you, I, um, I was watching our church service on Sunday and just, just lost it. I mean, kind of broke down. I just miss, I miss my friends. I miss my coworkers. I miss my church family. Yep. Um, so I think we're all going to be super pumped to get back to that. Hopefully, <clears throat> this does give us a little bit of margin and breathing room to, to recognize 
the pace that we normally run at, just we don't have to do that. You know, like I think if we all see like, oh wow, you know, we were able to do our jobs and, and we all stayed alive, we got our obligations done, our kids were okay, not being involved in a thousand different things. I don't want to be Pollyannish or naive, but I hope there's a sense in which we come out on the other side just having reevaluated some of the commitments and priorities that we have in our life. Um, yeah, we'll see if we do that. Yeah, no, I think I think absolutely, and I think uh, now is a time to, you know, uh, here's something I've been thinking about a lot, and it's not anything I've learned, but it's something I'm wrestling with and trying to figure out now. Um, I've been reading a book on church history uh, called uh, Church History in Plain Language and doing a deep dive into some of that stuff because I'm very ill-equipped to speak on that topic, and it's something that interests me because I've never known much about it. And, you know, you look at the history of the church, and one one way the church grew exponentially through the ages was because Christians stepped up into very da- dangerous situations, whether it was the plague, whether it was whatever it was, and Christians served, and Christians served even to the point of putting themselves in peril. And I know that it's smart to stay home, and I know it's smart to do the social distancing, and I know all that. But part of me, too, thinks, you know, I also would like to be active in stepping out and trying to serve people and trying to do something. I've done a little bit of that when it comes to our church, but that sometimes feels hollow to me. It feels good, but then I'm like, yeah, but what about, is there somebody struggling who really needs something, and because you're shamed if you go outside or whatever, you know what I mean? And it's, But that's part of my ego, too, part of it. So I'm wrestling with this whole thing of like, hey, I don't want. I want to go out and I want to do something and I want to serve something and I want to be bold and brave the way a lot of the church fathers were. But then also, I don't want to put people, including some of my own family, at risk because we've got elderly folks in 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 my family who who could be at risk. But anyway, I don't know. Does that make sense? Or am I rambling? Probably shouldn't have done peyote before we started recording. <laughs> well, it's fine. I mean, you uh, you said some stuff uh, a little while back here that was shocking, but you know, we can edit that out. <laughs> no, I think that makes a ton of sense. I mean, I think that's the quandary. Um, even in my job as an outreach pastor, it's how do we how do we serve our community when we're not supposed to be around each other? You know, and, and is there's I think there is a sense in which the best way we serve our community right now is by staying home, right, and not being cavalier about it, um, but also recognizing certainly on a large scale a lot of things aren't available to us. But what is available is, you know, I have probably four or five houses that live right around me uh, with whom I have regular contact, and so. They've been checking in on me. I've been checking in on them. That's been amazing from that regard is, you know, yelling across the street for social distancing reasons. We're still, we're probably in closer contact with each other now than we ever have been. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I can do that, right? And if every Christian kind of understood, you know, what we talked about at our church, what you and I talked about, we talked about on the show, like God has put us where we're at for a purpose, for a reason. Um, and now it, it's not, it's not by accident that he's forced us all to stay home, right? Yeah, and so even from a mission standpoint, is we have to cancel some trips and kind of rethink other priorities and obligations. Uh, it's not like there's not opportunities all around us, which might not be what we normally want to do. Yep. And I think for a lot of us, we tend to to make a divide kind of with what we do in mission and outreach from our home, and mm-hmm. I just think this is a great opportunity to recognize God's not letting us do that right now. Right, right. He's forcing us all to be home as as ambassadors of love and mercy and hope. And so let's lean into that and enjoy it, whatever that looks like, right? For some, it might look bigger than others. There's a lady at our church who got connected with a commercial food supplier. And so she did a big, a couple weeks ago when we couldn't, there weren't, there weren't a lot of groceries in our town. 
right. many times customer. A com- oh, wait, you said a, a commercial what supplier? Uh, commercial food supplier. Oh, food. So Sorry. Was, okay. They supplied restaurants, but mm-hmm. obviously they weren't able to do that. So she got their number. She took all the orders for people in the neighborhood and then like became a, a distribution hub for groceries for people in the neighborhood, wow. which is awesome. So like wow. that's, a, that's a big scale. Not everybody can or should do that. Um, so there's that, but there's also just checking in your neighbors and shooting a text or a Facebook message. I think that's a big. I think that's it. a big thing out of what you just said right now too. Is the people in our circle, and uh, you know, we talk about in the natural rhythms of life, finding ways to to share the gospel not only by word but by deed. And um, I think if we check on people who are in our circles, you know, I know that our church is doing that where. You know, we you were you and I are doing that in our class, uh, calling, and we divided it up, and all of us who teach that class are, are calling people to stay in touch, and then also you know people at the church. You know, I know you guys have done this, and and I'm doing this where you you call you know ten people or whatever it is, and like you said, it maybe it's just that simple too. The people in your circle, you really and 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 mean it. Like, what are the needs? Not just prayer needs, but what are the material needs? And is there a way to to help with that that doesn't endanger anybody? You know, and I really think, um, <clears throat> I was reminded last night, I got a text from uh, a brother who goes to our church who's single, uh, probably a little bit beyond middle age, and um, he was asking how I was doing, asking how he was doing, and just expressed uh, just the deep loneliness that he's feeling. Um, <clears throat> and I know, just to be honest, how lonely I feel. I mean, I'm a, I'm a social person, being social is part of my job. <laughs> I come in contact with you know, usually 100 people a week, yeah. just even personally. And so <clears throat> to, to be confined to three people that I love very much, but, but just those people is weird. And so yeah. I feel lonely. And just texting with his brother, who works from home now, um, is, is totally isolated. I think there's such a huge need, both in and outside the church community, to recognize um, there's just single people out there who who are really feeling this. And there's... I mean, it's just a calling like on so many different levels for us to step up and, and do the things that we say we believe, right? yep. to, to be community, that's family, uh, to care about the widow and the orphan, to care about the disenfranchised, to care about the sojourner. Um, the calling for that isn't diminished right now. In fact, it's really increased. And, and even in our valley, I was thinking about this today, um, we have a suicide problem in our valley. The numbers are pretty high. I'm just fearful that that's going to go up as these weeks go on because people who are naturally isolated are, are just even further isolated right now. Sure. Um, but I just think the, the ante is fully up for us to not just hold on to the hope personally yep. that we have in Christ, because yep. I think that's really important. Yep. I think it, it matters now. It's not just a word thing. Like it actually matters that we, we cling to something that we say we believe. But I think it, it just even more zealously matters that we're ambassadors of that hope. And if we can't do that through program or events, we can just still do that person to person. I agree. So that needs to be our, our responsibility and our mission. And to not feel like that's a lesser mission. In fact, I think right now it's way more significant than a lot of stuff that we tend to do that's way more visible and, and big. Yeah. Well said. And on that note, I think uh, I think we should probably uh, wrap it up for for tonight because I think you need to it's feed the girl. You need, the morning. you need to <laughs> you need to feed the girl in the plastic bubble, don't you? You got to get some chow in there. Yeah. Um, I got a. I got a big bag of uh, spam that I put in there. <laughs> That's right. It's a bag of spam. Yeah. It's just like Angola. You just throw it through a, a little slit in the door. And go grab it. Um, <laughs> hey, look. That's uh, a prison reference for you. <laughs> anybody, 
anybody out there who has uh, got a story, if you've got either an encouragement or a struggle, uh, now more than ever, uh, you don't have a whole heck of a lot else to do. So why don't you email us? We would us. love to talk. Like, yeah. please. Email, yeah, email us. us. Let's at, get connected. That's Come right. on the show. Absolutely. I, I think we're all working really hard to not be isolated through this. Yeah. So, so email uh, us. You at don't blessing even have, have to have anything to talk about. That's right. It's interesting. We'll, we'll figure it out. Right. Uh, email us at blessingfilledhosts at gmail.com. Blessingfilledhosts at gmail.com. We'll have you on the air. We will uh, we'll field your questions from email, whatever. Um, reach out. Contact us. Let's talk more about this. We're going to try to be better about doing some shows. It's been a little hinky and a little crazy uh, trying to get all this stuff done. But, yeah. Yeah, that's. I'm not sure where that came from. I think that's a Scooby Doo word. No, that's Jenkies. I don't know. Um, <laughs> anyway, it was uh, always always good to talk to you. I wish you were here, uh, and I didn't have to. Uh, yeah, you know, I don't like this. I just want to see your face. <laughs> but uh, hang in there. We're uh, we're gonna be good. We'll be praying for Janelle, and uh, and for your family for sure. And uh, you know, let's let's pray for everybody. Let's pray for uh, our fellow man. Let's pray for our leaders. Let's pray that this would, uh, God is, is using this for revival or whatever his, we know it's in his, uh, in his plan. So let's just pray. And hey, we're, um, we're not trying to do, this isn't some Bible study, Bible study or revival service, but if there is something that you would like us to pray for, yeah, uh, send us an email at blessingfieldhost.gmail.com. Uh, we're serious about that. We'll, we'll follow up with you. We'll pray. Uh, if there's somebody out there who feels isolated and just wants somebody to talk to, uh, right. Dan and I both have uh, cell phones. Apparently, Dan also has a landline because he's old. <laughs> so um, send us some details, and, and we'd love to talk to you. Uh, Absolutely. We just recognize this is a unique season, and so if uh, if someone else other than my mom tubes in and needs somebody to talk to, then, then send us some details. We'd love to do that. That's it. Fantastic. Well, good to talk to you, man. And, uh, you know, hey, ne- next time we will, uh, we will definitely... Uh, We'll dive, dive into some other subjects as well. Maybe and not. Oh, it's time. That's right. <laughs> oh boy, uh, not just coronavirus, but uh, all kinds of things. We will. We will oh, go into. Yeah, we're gonna talk about stimulus, <laughs> corrupt election. Um, we need to have see if we can get some kind of betting pool for 2021 for the Olympics. There's a lot we can. Do. All right, man. We will talk to you soon. This is Christian Ease. We will see you guys next time. Thank you.